You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 431, The Un-Apple Show. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 431, which means you only have 69 more episodes to get ready for whatever kind of stupid contest we come up with for our 500th show. And, wow, really? that that That's how I'm starting the show this week, guys. <laughs> you did sound – you sounded rather chipper when you started Yeah. Then. I thought that was well, rather chipper. And uh, and then you kind of went, yeah, only 69 more shows to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Bring them back so, down to earth. Yeah, I think that'll be uh, – well, I guess it depends on – it's going to depend on a couple things. Because typically the – it's assuming that I, I managed to go this year. Uh, Macworld Expo usually throws in a couple shows. But I think we're looking at 2014 – for our 500th show. Yeah, so that mark would, it on your calendar. That would, that would sound about right. <laughs> oh, Assuming dear. the Mayans let us live. And that is not within 12 months. No, no, that, that's even that, no, that's at least six months away. <laughs> at least six know, months. Yeah. At least six months away. 2014. At so, least six months away. So how are you and how has your Mac week been? Uh, well, actually, um, my Mac week has been fine. It's it's been my personal life that's been <laughs> totally off the wall. Um, I did lo- I did a lot of driving uh, over the the Thanksgiving holiday weekend uh, for some you know unhappy events that I won't go into here on the podcast. But I did use uh, I used two different apps because uh, I, I, I was kind of going out to a, 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 a somewhat. I don't want to say barren. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, desolate. Uh, des- <laughs> well, I don't know, but desolate <laughs> is quite the right word. Uh, but it's it, it's a rural area in Pennsylvania, and uh, like to the east of Pittsburgh. And I used uh, Copilot, which has worked flawlessly for me for almost the entire time that I've owned the app. And just to try it out, because I haven't done it in a while, there's another program called Trapster, which is this program that's supposed to let you know when there's like red light cameras or speed cameras or cops in the area. And it's kind of crowdsourced. And all it kept doing was was telling me that there was something ahead of me, something ahead of me. And then there'd be nothing. And it's like, really? So all you're, all you're managing to do, Trapster, is annoy me. And, you know, and add in that, 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 the whole idea behind Trapster is that it's like crowdsourced traffic warnings. And that means, you know, if you're using the app and you see a cop or like a speed camera that isn't listed in the app, you're supposed to enter in data about it. And and I guess you're supposed to do this, you know, while barreling down the highway. And, you know, this, of course, this is when you're not trying to call the, uh, the gas and guy, mymac.com <laughs> Skype number. Which is area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Well, that's good. We don't have to repeat that later, then. Well, yeah, but we will anyway. <laughs> what about you? What What have you been up to? Um, well, busy work week, really. 
Um, so any chill, t- chill out time that I, I had, I spent uh, mostly playing Star Wars Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The, the OCD normally kicks in again, as I mentioned last week. Two sure. stars! Two stars! No! No! Gotta do it again! Anyway, yes, yeah, so I'll be playing that. Quite quite enjoyable with the, the music and the sound and stuff. Um, right. Good, good app, enjoyed it. And I've also been trying to work out and what we're going to do for my daughter who's going to Fiji for seven months, and she's going to be taking lots wow. of pictures. Yeah. Why so is she going to Fiji for seven months? <clears throat> she's going there volunteering. She's going she's to be teaching, uh, doing some oh, teaching okay. work out there. And uh, but she's had to fund it herself, you know. She, and uh, she, we had a concert actually this week, which um, well, she arranged it all. Uh, she got a lot of friends, and uh, it was a great concert. And she raised raised about a thousand dollars i think in in total um just over 600 pounds so uh and how she much sang. is she gonna need for the trip sorry how much is she going to need for the trip uh she needs about two or three thousand pounds so you're talking about four or five thousand dollars oh well, um, you should you should set up like a kickstarter or something well, well, and, she's, and, we'll, she's and really, we'll talk about it here on the show she's been well she's been working hard and um and uh, doing stuff like this you know a few events that she's been uh running to raise money and i think she's just about there now so she's just got to sort out her spending money for when she goes but i kind of been thinking about the photos that she's gonna be taking and how she can store them you know perhaps because I'm not sure that taking a laptop out there is going to be a, a good idea, but perhaps taking a tablet might be a good idea. But I don't want to spend a lot of money because she's going to be really upset if she loses it or anything happens to it. So sure. I've, kind of, I've kind of been thinking about getting a, a cheaper tablet, you know, perhaps a, a, an Android tablet, to see if she can obviously put her photos onto there as a, an extra source of uh, safety or, or not, as the case may be, but an extra source for her to, to have a look at and show perhaps people out there uh, and to do some manipulation. But um, I've been thinking, I've been looking around, but I've got a feeling that I'm going to end up getting an iPad mini, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because there's all those Apple stores there in Fiji. Well, no, there's not, of course. But oh. uh, <laughs> but well, there'll uh, probably be better support for uh, for an iPad Mini than there would be for. An well, she, she she she'll have more idea of uh, you know troubleshooting because uh, obviously it's going to be pretty much similar process to using the iPad, which obviously we all use at home. So we'll see. We'll see what we do. I've, I've just kind of had it in my mind as to what to do and which what, which route to go. We have got the old white macbook which now its value is probably dropped quite a lot so you know i might just say to her to take that you know i'll wipe the other accounts that are on there at the moment and and just say to her take that and you know it's not a you know a massive loss if you if you lose it but at least then she'll have something to to use to be able to put her photos on and and show people and also you know write a few things down on it and but we'll see what she says so well, is she is she taking like a, a, a standard camera, or is she going to take pictures with whatever kind of cell phone? No, I think we're going to. Do, she doesn't really want to take her iPhone um, with her because you know it's just it. it she, uh, that's kind of her right hand. <laughs> uh, of, of the two of my daughters, uh, the oh, old, there's a, well, the, I the, go somewhere with that, but I'm not going. To. Yeah, go ahead, and go ahead. calm down. Um, the, the, <laughs> the older one, the older one, she always has her iPhone with her, and she's always on it. Um, whether it be you know chatting to friends, texting friends on Facebook, on any other social media site, she's always got it. So uh, you know, if anything happened to that or she lost that, then uh, I think she'd be devastated, and she's going to be in a place where. There's not going to be a great deal of connectivity, so 
you know, why take certainly it? Not, certainly not inexpensive connectivity. Well, yeah, I've been looking at that. It's not too expensive, but it, she's going to be on an island, which is not really going to have a lot of coverage. That's the problem. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be one of the smaller islands. So, uh, But we'll see. We'll see what we, what we go with in the end. I'm also thinking I might have to get her to uh, a, some sort of solar charging kit as well. So she's got something to – because we're going to have to let her have at least a cheap handset because there is a, um, a company where, which out there which you can top up. So we'll be able to top up uh, her phone for her uh, from here if she needs to. But, you know, just take out a cheap phone so that she's not, yeah. you know, setting herself up as a target to have something – pinched because again you know she'll she'll feel pretty uh, pretty bad about it if it happens so uh yeah, actually to... a solar a solar charger is is probably a, a really really good idea for that section yeah. of the world yeah so uh, we're just trying to work that out but she goes in january so i'm gonna pull my finger out and wow know, yeah not much time seven months i just incredible but yeah good honor anyway that's moved away from the mac a little bit so uh yeah that's, that's where well. we, that's where we are that's where we are Ah, okay. Well, before we uh, we go on to the MyMac.com articles, is there anything you'd like to say? <laughs> um, uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the first the first article. I've really got. Uh, what's funny is obviously the people think. Well, what's funny about that? What the people don't know is um, we haven't got you know anything you'd like to say, Gary, and then the word thank you in the show notes, we've got yeah. something else written in the show notes. Which yeah, we, really we can't really should, say that We either. really can't <laughs> <laughs> Having to do with a certain company that we used we to used plug to. all the time yeah. <laughs> and rhymes, it rhymes with Slamazon. Anyway, okay. let's move on. Yeah, first, first article is from uh, Mark Greentree and it's called Look Out! It's a Blizzard iOS game review. If you like fluffy snowballs and maze games, then you're going to love Look Out by Blizzard. You assume the role of the defenseless little snowball, and it's your aim to guide it to safety. Sounds simple enough, doesn't it? It would be if it wasn't for fireballs and electrified obstacles doing their best to prevent you from succeeding. Not to mention droplets of water that will have you slipping everywhere and rocks that slow you down. And Mark gave it a My Mac review rating of 7 out of 10. I, yes. I really just decided to, well, okay, never mind. And, be, and before <laughs> we get any corrections, and, um, it, and that was my fault, don't blame Guy there. It's actually called Lookout Blizzard, and it's by the app company. Oh, oh! I thought that was from uh, the. I thought that was from the company Blizzard. No, no, because there are there is a a game company called Blizzard, of course. But yeah, uh, I don't think they do much in the way of app games. But I could be wrong on that. Anyway, let's move on. The next item is from uh, Bike Marid, and it's an Olympus LS10 linear PCM recorder. Uh, Mike says. Uh, for most of us who are fans of iOS devices, the recording features in GarageBand for iOS or the built-in Voice Memos app suits our needs just fine. There are some people for whom the quality of recorded audio needs to be at a level that exceeds the capabilities of your favorite Apple gear. Impossible. One, <laughs> one possible solution lies with the Olympus LS10 linear PCM recorder. 
Uh, go take a read, and uh, you'll see that Mike gave it a 7 out of 10 MyMac rating. <laughs> and next up from uh, Nam Jem. John Nemoroski there. I, I, John, you have the toughest name to switch up. Uh, it's the Pop Phone Bluetooth from Native Union Review. The clever designers at Native Union missed an opportunity to name their unusual new Bluetooth handset the Head Turner BT or the Double Take BT, or even better, Hold the Phone BT. Pop Phone Bluetooth is fine. But it doesn't approach a name that describes the looks people give you when they see or hear you talking <laughs> on a colorful retro handset that has no curly cable or actual telephone attached. I actually saw one of these today. And yeah, yeah that would just look so bizarre. And John <laughs> gave that a review of uh, rating, a review rating of 7 out of 10. 10 out of 7. I'll switch something around. So the first, the first three reviews have each got seven. Oh, something, there's a trend going there. Um, <laughs> think, think Tank Photo Accessories, a review from Steve Hammond. There are many companies providing photo gear, and some of them have unique items. It, in this review, he looks at three accessories from Think Tank Photo. The Hydrophobia 70-10, oh, sorry, 70-200 weather protection, uh, which is for your camera. Uh, Steve gives that a review of 8 out of 10. Uh, he also reviewed the Think Tank, Think Tank photo modular set with the Pro Speed Belt, which is a good way for having your stuff with you. And that gets a 9 out of 10. Now, which of these things, you've really got to go over and see the images that uh, Steve's put on the website. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I can't even imagine what a pro speed belt is. Well, it's like, it's, like, it it's like a belt, and it obviously has, it's got a modular item, so you can put different uh, tags on it and carry different items with you. Um, ah, so I'm Batman. Yeah, so, yeah, like Batman, yes. <laughs> and finally, he re reviewed Batman's the, a scientist. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Will you let me finish? Oh, soft, be quiet. And finally, the Airport Security V2.0, I don't know what that means, version or not, rolling camera bag. Almost two years ago, Steve's amount of photo gear was growing, and a single bag or backpack could not handle everything. Steve bought an Airport Security V2.0 rolling camera bag from Think Tank, um, Think Tank Photo, I think, to solve his problem. And that item gets a 9 out of 10. In fact, did I say that the speed belt also gets a 9 out of 10? Yes. So, uh, we are slowly increasing in our ratings. Well, until this one. <laughs> the, the Logitech Ultra Thin Keyboard Cover Review by Steve Hammond. Also by Steve Hammond. Yep. Many iPad owners find the on-screen keyboard suitable for their usage. I don't. But when it comes to writing long emails or documents... A Bluetooth keyboard is welcome, and he gives that a review rating of 8 out of 10. I actually have this. This Did is, uh, oh yeah, this is one of the many, many keyboard cases, covers, what have you, that I've uh, tried to use with uh, my, my iPad, and most of them are now gathering dust, but uh, two are actually still in use, uh, and one of them is this Logitech ultra thin keyboard cover, which I really like. And, uh, the other one is the, I can't think of what the model name is. It was the one I used last year at Macworld. It's like a separate 
Bluetooth keyboard, but it's it's like a full size keyboard. Yeah. You know, so it's much wider than the iPad itself. And the cover for it actually turns into an iPad stand, which is great because you can set that in portrait or landscape or whatever. And I really like that keyboard, but honestly, having it where, you know, it's it's right there, not really so much built in, but so easily available, uh, which is what the, the ultra thin one from Logitech does, is quite a plus. Cool. Okay, so we got some feedback from the... Oh, yeah, uh, just some feedback. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. We got some feedback from the MyMac doc, uh, sorry, the MyMac podcast website, I believe, um, or possibly even the MyMac website. Um, this is from Troisky, who says, just caught up on this podcast, just one comment so far. I believe you can rely on phone GPS navigation if you use one that installs the map as part of the application. Uh, like last week, we obviously had a couple of others um, telling us that uh, we really should have pointed that out. Um, yeah. He goes on to say, like TomTom or Copilot, since these don't rely on an internet connection to um, update the map whilst on the move, the map is already on your phone, just like a dedicated navigation device. Uh, other apps, uh, like Apple Maps, Waze, that do update the map whilst you're travelling, are of course reliant on good internet connections or a signal so should be less relied upon as you said laters joyski thanks yeah yeah that was perfectly uh perfectly accurate perfectly accurate. yeah i and i really like the co- the copilot one because you can just download the ones that you need and i what, think uh when you say the ones you mean you need do you, do you mean countries or locations areas or yeah yeah areas locations here in the us you know i, the, I tell you states. i did try the waze app but i i thought it sucked my battery something awful and and it it seemed to the device got my iphone got really hot using it so i kind of got rid of it to be honest with you because it was and it wasn't really giving me much more than i was able to get from uh, from, from some the of the others one. so but that one might improve but it is a free a free uh, application of course yeah uh okay. we got a, a ton of feedback actually this we we should have called this one the feedback show because yeah i, mean, I don't know just... i don't know why you called it that <laughs> <laughs> well, I think just based on well, never mind. We'll we'll get into that in the second segment. Uh, some of the feedback from Twitter from Alex seventy seven at Mac Parrot. Sorry, guy. Ratum my Mac podcast four thirty. Navigon allows per state map downloads too. Per and, state. You know, we yeah, we may actually be talking about different. Navigon apps because there are many different ones there in the store, uh, not only based on what country you're in, but even, you know, it'll be broken up from within those countries. So uh, I, right. I think Navigon has one that's set for the east or the south or the north or the west or, you know, someplace in the middle. I don't know. But I, I know that uh, almost all of the companies that make GPS mapping applications have regional ones as well at a slightly lower cost. So it's, it's kind of hard to say. Okay. So we also got some feedback from our good friend, uh, James Turner. Uh, he said, at Guy and Gaz, if I could like you again on Facebook, I like what you <laughs> did there, Scott James. Um, I would. No, really, he says. <laughs> <laughs> From Gary After, uh, remember we were talking, or I, I made the comment last week that we were going to change our podcast to, to two and a half hours. And believe me, I was kidding. 
Uh, Gary Apter says, hey, I'm all for a two and a half hour podcast. I need something great like this for my nine and a half hour daily drive. Ah, wow. Can you, can you imagine us going on for two and a half hours like this each week? I, 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 I can't see no. it myself. <laughs> no, this, this is what would happen at the end. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Also on Twitter from Alistair Jenks, he says, guys, guys, natural scrolling is easy to describe. Yeah, we did kind of butcher that last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah possibly. <laughs> he says, um, it's easy to describe and understand. Imagine the paper document is under your finger. Mark Shepard wants us to be let... Oh, what's going on there? That's not right. Oh, Mark Shepard wants us to be left in the dark because it's more fun for listeners. Oh, there. come on, guy. Get your, <laughs> get your notes sorted. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm actually, sorry. It, it, if I imagine the paper document is under my finger, when I scroll, does that move the paper up and down or does it move the words on the paper up and down? I don't know whether that's made it easier or not. <laughs> oh, well, no. The obvious, the obvious answer is yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Shepard took uh, took great offense to Alistair trying to set us straight because yes. he wants us to be left in the dark because it's more fun for him and the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes more sense. Yes, yeah, that is that. Yes, I must admit when I read that, I did think it was quite funny. So, uh, uh, and I like being left in the dark as well. Anyway, Alistair then uh, also um, mentioned about Gatekeeper. Um, he says, turn Gatekeeper back on and right-click those apps and choose open. That was w- with reference to the, something that you said, I think, Guy, about yeah, opening yeah. apps that um, Alistair, the, Alistair, the Apple don't recognize. Or Alistair, yeah. or Alistair doesn't recognize. Well, I, I'm, you know, if because Apple you, doesn't recognize them, I'm going to use them anyway. Alistair doesn't like them, they're out. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But you can right-click on them and, and choose open rather than having to go in the app store into the your system preferences and change all those settings. So, yeah, good, yep. good, good shout out there, Alistair. <laughs> Thank you, thanks, guys, for for all your feedback. You have no idea how much we appreciate it. We do. Um, we do. Well, we it, this isn't quite a phobia word of the day. No, it's not. It's not. It's definitely not a phobia word of the day. I've thrown a link into the website for Guy, uh, which basically links to a free um, iOS application called App Phobias 500. Right. Now, let, <laughs> let that be an I'm end to it. I'm afraid of this it. app. Let, let I- that be an end to it. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we've told you where you can now go and get your own phobie words, Phobies. and we don't have to go and find a good one each week, or rather I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I started oh. it anyway, so I don't know why I'm seemingly blaming listeners for. <laughs> uh, well, it just seemed like a good idea at the time. But it did. Yeah, it did. It, it, we. It, I, I've got a feeling that this probably isn't the end anyway. Um, <laughs> probably not. And I also threw a tech news of the weird in, and I, I what I said was this is less of um, this is less weird and more of a concern now. This it, yeah. Now I've read this, and and I wasn't quite sure. Where my concern was coming from? Yeah. Right. Um, I'm a little bit concerned that we've got um, our banking fraternity relying on an iPad to do something which they really should know about in the first place. 
So now, now do you see where my concern is? Let me tell the people a story. Barclays Bank okay. in the UK have bought 8,500 iPads, which is um, apparently thought to be the largest rollout of any tablet in the UK financial sector. It goes on, the, the, the article, which is from Macwell, goes on to tell us that um, Barclays plan to use the Mortgage Brain app designed specially for the iPad. Uh, the Mortgage Brain app is designed for use by mortgage intermediaries uh, and will enable them to conduct a quick and thorough mortgage search for their clients. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've, I've just got a concern that we're more, you know, <laughs> these banks who have not... <laughs> Who've not got a good reputation at the moment are just sitting there in front of you, going, "I die, yeah, I can just click my up and then oh. I can, I can find what I need for you." Okay, yeah, uh, what do you need? Well, what, one thing I don't need is you <laughs> pointing me to an app, giving me the information to you, which you then to just feed onto me. Which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? go? So um, that was my concern. So it was, it was less tech news of the weird and, as I said, more of a concern. But uh, I'm sure we'll get some responses to that. Anyway, we've put the link in the show notes. You can go and read up on it. I suppose it is also interesting to the fact that um, uh, the iPad is being rolled out into yet another big business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the, the thing that and, – and, and that's not a condemnation of – say, Android or Microsoft, as far as their mobile devices go, it's more along the lines of saying, look, when Apple comes out with a device, it's going to be very, very similar to the one that came before it. So it's much easier to get our people up to speed on it. You know, and, and this is almost kind of the same argument that you could have with people sticking with Windows for all those years. You know, it's familiar. People understand it. People know how to use it. So... Why make a change to something that has to be configured not only for each user, but for each device when you can just go with something that's easy? Yep. And I think okay. that's going to do it for this one. I think so. I think we should take, um, take everybody out on the first break. Do you want me to do it? Please. Okay. Stand by to uh, stand by. And um, I think um, we'll be, um, yes, um, right, um back well that makes me happy hi this is dale nemorovsky i'm john nemo's mom and i'm here to say that he was really a pretty good boy i I really liked him a lot and he was very well behaved but he didn't like his vegetables or wear his jacket and that made me very angry because I was afraid he would get cold. I was always afraid the kids would get cold. But the desserts, let me tell you, he was really into desserts. If you listen to the App Minute podcast, Desserts on Me. Their superpower is raving lunacy. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the second section of the MyMac podcast with Guy and Gaz. That's me. We are the G-Men. The G-Men. Yay! <laughs> we, don't use that, we don't use that so often now, do we, actually? We don't go on about the no, G-Men. No, no. Well, you know, we, uh, we pretty much just assume that people listening to the show already know that it's the G-Men. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't know it, 
learn it. <laughs> now, calm yeah, down. This... Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'm still upset about that person dropping this from Facebook last week. All right. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, we got an explanation on that. Yes. So, yeah. I'm not nearly as upset as I was mostly. Now, what is this question you put in? What, what, what's going on here? Come on, tell me. Yeah, we, um, we're we actually going to do something a little bit different this week. I mean, we, we got so much feedback from you guys. And again, thank you very, very much. We, we do appreciate it. That uh, in, instead of just giving our opinion on, you know, some of the topics of the day, you know, either stuff that's in the news, which we, we want to get away from that as much as we can, or, you know, stuff that's off the top of our heads that we want to talk about. Well, I started kind of putting some of this stuff in the Guy and Gaz feed in Twitter. Yeah. And and I was really surprised at how quickly people started responding back to it. So I think I'm going to start using that uh, quite a bit more and maybe even not use uh, Facebook nearly <laughs> as much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no, but, uh, the we, but we got resp- we we got fr- uh, some responses from Facebook as well, though, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Okay. Uh, the the first the first topic uh, for this particular segment, and we won't do this every week, but this this just just kind of fun. Uh, yeah, where the hell is the new version of iTunes? This was supposed to be released at the end of October. It's now been pushed back, and we're nearly at the end of November. And, you know, whatever the problems with it, it must have been pretty bad to let it slip like this. And, and you know, kind of, we, we talked about this before, and I still say release it when it's ready, not because Apple is embarrassed for a late release. And some of the responses we got from Facebook, from, from Paul uh, Bartlett, he wrote, maybe they thought everyone was tired of unfinished Apple apps. Maps? And it was just after the shakeup in leadership. Maybe they're they're trying to get back to it just works. Mm. Yes, in more ways than one, they need to do that. Though I think, you, yeah. you know, guy. Just and I know this is straying from the subject slightly, but if we just make a comment as we go through, sure. I think I think you're quite happy with that. Yeah. I just wonder whether Apple of the last. I don't know, six to eight months has possibly just lost its way slightly. Just, I'm not saying that they've gone off the rails. I just wonder whether they've gone down a side track and now they're, they're trying to get back onto the main rails again, the main track, and, and start speeding up again. Um, I, I certainly don't think – they're certainly not in trouble. There's no problems there. But, they, you know, we have seen um, – so, Yeah, some uncharacteristic <laughs> Uncharacteristic – I don't want to call them issues because they're not really issues, but small, let's call them hiccups over the last few months, which people have been able to point out. And, uh, you know, hopefully they'll they'll get back on the rails and yeah. uh, we'll start moving forward but, fast again. But honestly, honestly, you know, this last to do when iOS 6 came out and, you know, the the big problem was maps. That actually, I mean, when you when you think about even when Steve Jobs was still alive, you know, all the problems they had with mobile me when that first came out and people are upset because of maps. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. But I think it's I just the, don't see this. No, no, but I think yeah, it's a ahead. combination of everything. You know, there's, there's been a few issues uh, arising. I, I, I mean, I, I, I've not had this issue myself, but I heard that the, the most recent update of the um, Apple TV software has bricked some Apple TVs. 
you know, it's it's created them useless. So, you know, you put that on on that with the, the maps uh, issue, you start talking about one or two other issues that have had. And uh, I think it's just, you know, been building up and, and people have been pointing to these little things, which are little. As I said at the start, I don't think there's a major problem. I think, you know, they've just slowed, rather than even going on a, a separate sidetrack, they've probably just, you know, slowed down a little bit. And, you know, companies have to go through that. You can't be on the crest of a wave all the time. the time. And, yeah. um, you know, perhaps, we, perhaps sometimes, and all of us, when I say this, all of us ought to just, you know, take a step back and, and remember that and, uh, and then move forward. But, uh, yeah, maybe they are just trying to get it back to it just works. Well, the, the part that, that really cracks me up is all of these people, and by people I mean mostly, you know, bloggers that – have to do whatever they can to get eyeballs on their page. So, you know, like bad analysts, they'll write whatever crappy crap comes into the back of their heads, hoping that a lot of people will go, well, that can't be right. And, you know, write comments, which of course it's a self, you know, self shark feeding frenzy kind of thing. Um, Apple, Apple is doing just fine. I, I really, really don't think that, we have too much to worry about on that score. Oh God, I need to sneeze. You ever had that thing where you have to sneeze and then it, it's like, it's like you have to sneeze. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Well, while you do that, do you want me to uh, take on the next? Yeah, comment? go ahead. Okay. The next comment from Facebook was from JT Ray. He says, um, I think that the release of the iPad mini played a part as iTunes, though not needed to activate iDevices, is still a crucial part of the process. I doubt Apple wanted any headaches and bad press on any issues with the release. (laughs) Okay. And then Mm -hmm. uh, Nick Riley also said, uh, I guess it just wasn't ready. They made a mistake. Well, I'm not sure they've made a mistake. Yeah, I... They haven't made a mistake oh, yet. Uh, you know, the, the <laughs> mista- I suppose the mistake is in saying when it would be released is what yes, it could be indicating. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, from Shai, I hope I Yamini. pronounce this right. Yamini. Yamini. Yep. Yep. Uh, Shai wrote, I can't wait for the new iTunes. The current one feels bloated and unresponsive. And uh, amen. Yeah, I, I cannot agree with that strongly enough. Uh, we also got a bunch of stuff from Twitter, and again from uh, Paul Bartlett, good old jolly chap. Uh, he writes, uh, it'll bring some changes, but nothing will change what I do. It's a media downloader and player. What's to get excited about? <laughs> <laughs> it's their shop front for people buying uh, everything. Uh, media. <laughs> So they need to get it right as far as they're they're concerned. But a lot of us don't use it. I know. I know what. I know where he's coming from there. Uh, so also f- uh, over Twitter's from Jeffrey Blake. Um, he says, "If mine works, I don't need a new one." <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Steve Sandy, uh, he writes, "So they can delay it in November." <laughs> After all, you can't delay it in November until you delay it in October. <laughs> And from our good friend Tom Schmidt, uh, to get to the other side. <laughs> no, wait, that was the chicken. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually sent him a response to that saying, no, 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 the answer is what's uh, black and white and red all over. But I don't know if he got that or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
the next one I put out was right, how that, anxious that if anybody in the UK know remembers the Beano or the Dandy, that was the sort of joke that you put in those. <laughs> basically, I'm talking about a kids comic that you read when you were six, guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's you know, I have a woman at work that calls me the world's biggest and oldest five year old, and Fair I enough. just can't, I cannot disagree with her. Uh, the next question I asked was, how anxious are you? For the new iTunes, and what are your ex- your expectations? Um, let's see. So from Alistair Jenks, he's quite anxious. His expectations are less suck. Pretty low bar, I know. But what I'm looking forward to is not the endless analysis and reviews online. I just want someone to point out the new features. Um. Yes, it, we also got. Um, now I've got to be a bit careful here because I may have duplicated something, uh, some of the, uh, some of the information. But he, he, we also got from Alistair Jenks. He said um, uh, because it wasn't finished. But I think that was probably in response to the first question. So that's my mistake, Alistair. You did respond to that. So or Uh-oh. or is that? No, that's a separate question, isn't it? Why do you think yeah. Apple delayed iTunes in October? And he says, yeah, because it wasn't finished, which is an easy, simple, straightforward answer. Right. Um, you also, I think, responded, or we also responded to him, uh, is it odd that Apple would announce new iMacs and then not sell, sell them for two or three months other than refurbs? You can't currently buy a new iMac. And again, Alistair says, yes and no, it's an odd thing to do, but not unusual for Apple. Same with iPhones in New Zealand, low-end models, old, available, and then it kind of peters out. I'm not quite sure. Because he ran out, he ran out of characters on Twitter. <laughs> um, actually, I, I think that this is the first time in memory, as far as iMacs go, that Apple hasn't had, at least here in the States, hasn't had stock immediately available after announcing uh, a new model. Because right now, other than the refurb store, you cannot buy a new iMac. Or, or at least a new model. IMAC. You mean, the, yeah, you mean the new model. Yeah. Which, yeah. not being in the market for a, a new uh, iMac, I, I, I wouldn't know the answer to the, that status in the UK. I assume it's the same status, but I don't know whether they're actually selling the old ones still. I don't know whether they're, you know, they're being offered as an option or not. But that is, I, I, what I've heard is two separate stories. One, oh, disaster! They're selling them, but you won't get availability of it. I.e., you won't get delivery of it until after Christmas. And you know that is a complete disaster for a lot of people. However, I've also yeah. heard the story that no, uh, I think this was a comment from Apple. You can order them online. You will get delivery before Christmas. It's just that they're not available, um, you know, X stock, as it were, from the stores. So um, it's a new device. A lot of companies go through the process of having manufacturing problems. But again, I think it is a little bit unusual for um, for Apple not to have um, one of their best-performing products Available immediately as as sales go, in, yeah. in the big markets, in the larger markets. So, um, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting back to iTunes, 
Uh, JT Ray says, iTunes 11 is the one thing I've been looking forward to since it was announced. Not iMacs, Retina MacBooks, iPads, or iPad minis. Which kind of goes in the face to the comment that we had before was, you know, um, basically what's to get excited about from Paul. So there you go. Every, you know, we're not all the same fish, are we? We're not all the same fish in the sea. Yeah. Uh, Chris Leiter. Leiter? Leiter? How would you pronounce that? Chris Leiter. Leiter. I actually know him. I used to work with him. Okay. He says, I love the new iTunes on the iPad and iPhone. Can't wait to have that on the Mac too. There you go. You see? Yep. Uh, from Nick Riley, he says, I think the new release will be a disappointment. People really want a complete rewrite, and I can't see that happening. And actually, Nick, I can I can see that happening. I just don't know if, if Apple will have the, the courage to do it with you know the, the mass market appeal that they currently have. Okay, and we you, you put out another question, which was, uh, is it odd that Apple would announce new iMacs <laughs> and, and then not sell them for two or three months other than refurbs? Uh, you can't currently buy a new iMac. Now, have we not just gone through that question? Oh, that's where, that's where yeah, I messed did, up. But I, that, yeah, that's, that's where, okay. We'll, that's where we'll I messed up. Going. Yeah, don't, don't have a go at Guy, folks. That was my fault for that one. Um, and you said uh, we, we had a response from Facebook from JT Ray. IMAX for sale at my local app store, Apple Store mid-11 version. You know the ones you want to have this. You know the ones you want that have a super drive. Um, yeah. yeah so, not, that, not that fussed about optical drives anymore. I'm no, really not. No. No. Uh, uh, Chris Leiter says that he can't wait for the new ones. The 27-inch one is tempting. <laughs> Nick Riley, I don't think it's odd. Un-Apple-like, perhaps, based on previous experience. And uh, off of Twitter, those all three of those or all four, three of those comments were from Facebook. From Twitter, we have Steve Sandy, who says that it's odd, but it's forcing more people to buy MacBooks against their will. Secret plan from Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wasn't aware that that if people can't buy an iMac that uh, that they had to buy a MacBook. <laughs> Boy, no wonder their sales are through the roof. <laughs> okay, again from Jolly Jap, uh, good friend Paul, uh, and not if you want people to wait and buy your sparkly new thing which isn't ready yet instead of somebody else's. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm quite sure I follow that to be honest with you, but well, it's I, it is Jolly Jap. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's going to complain now. Oh, and Tom, and no. Tom came in. We love you, as well. Paul. Yeah, we love everyone. Yeah, uh, he says that he's still on, still online at work because of it. Damn it! And yeah, I I can see that. Uh, you know, uh, everyone just kind of needs to calm down. Things will be fine. Um, yeah. Between between the death of Steve Jobs and, and recent management shakeups, I mean, we we are looking at a different kind of Apple, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, companies that don't grow or change tend to stagnate, and stagnation in a company is it's just not good and can lead to things like Windows Eight. But you know that that's a whole different topic. 
Yeah, and I heard I, it. Do you want to go? Do you want to go into any of the rest of this stuff, or do you think that's good enough for this segment? I think that's good enough for this segment. So, I mean, we're not going to do that every week, as you say, guy. But occasionally, you know, um, yeah, probably throw out some questions, and if we get some responses, we'll put them in, and we'll perhaps comment around them as well. And uh, if you don't like it, let us know, and uh, you know, we'll perhaps change the format slightly, yeah. or just totally ignore you, like we done in the past <laughs> well well actually i don't think we've ever ignored anybody as far no, as feedback we goes. no we haven't i uh, was i was honestly, joking he was kidding um i i really like that everybody was jumping on some of these questions as quickly as they did because i just put these out on saturday night which was you yeah. know, last night for you and me so uh, we may do this again relatively soon, or we may rework some of the other content of the show to to make this fit. If this is something that you guys want, let us know through all the various ways and means that uh, we'll talk about in the next segment of the show. But in the meantime, I would like everyone to stand by, to stand by, and we'll be right back. Get a move on. Hello, Peter. Oh, hi, Grog. What are you doing, Grog? Oh, downloading another podcast to my phone. A podcast? What is that? Hmm, podcast is like um, a radio show, except you download it, you know, from the internet. You could put it on your phone or your iPod. Um, you can download podcasts about pretty much anything. Wow, really? What kind of podcasts are out there for me? Well, Peter, uh, you're a teacher, so me think the best podcast for you would be TeacherCast. Go into iTunes and search for TeacherCast on podcasts, and you'll find it there for you. TeacherCast podcast has some of the best information for teachers who are wanting to learn more about teaching and learning and technology. It's a good podcast. All right. Thanks, Grog. A podcast. Hmm. TeacherCast. I'll remember that to go search for it when I get home. TeacherCast podcast. Thanks, Grog. Frantically looking up the plural of defecating. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Thank you all so very, very much for being here. We appreciate it. And, you know, what? this, I don't, because last week was, was so long, Gaz, I yep. think that we just need to keep on moving. And with having said that, I'm going to say this. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Most of Gaz's tips. Most of it's time for Gassy's tip. My head boogies and every time I play that. <laughs> okay, here's a neat trick from Mountain Lion. Because um, we've just got Mountain Lion, so tough if you've heard, heard <laughs> yeah. them before. Uh, if you've got a document, um, have you ever hovered your cursor over the name of the document document on the top of the uh, like the menu bar at the top of the document itself uh, well when you do when you hover it over to the right of the naming convention you'll see a little uh, reveal triangle which uh, that appears and when you click on that reveal triangle uh, it comes up with 
basically several options for you. Uh, these include rename, and if you click on rename, it actually allows you to rename uh, the document there and then at the top of the uh, particular uh, document that you're in. Uh, move to iCloud, which obviously uh, moves the, the item from its current location uh, into iCloud, or move to another location, because um, you might want to move it to a different location on your Mac. Uh, your Mac. Um, duplicate, which obviously uh, allows you to duplicate that particular document and then make changes or uh, duplicate it for whatever reason you need to. Uh, you can lock the document, um, which basically locks the document, I presume, so you can't make too much in the way of changes. I think it locks it in that current state. Uh, and also the last one, which people might be interested in, um, I think the first option, which is rename and browse all version, which is the last option, maybe the two that people are, are more interested in. I don't know. Um, but if you click on browse all versions, when you click on that last option, you'll get a time machine interface showing you all of the saved versions that have been made for that particular document in a time machine uh, type interface. And uh, very good it is, too. I, you know, I, I was just trying to do that as you were talking about it, and it wouldn't work for me. What am I doing wrong here? What are you saying? The reveal triangle uh, doesn't appear. Yeah, not for individual documents, because I mean, it should do it regardless of of what the what the document type. What is. what type do of document have you got open? Or, uh, well, I don't have it open. I just I'm just looking at it through the finder. Uh, no, no, no. You got to have the document open, guy. When you've got the document oh. open. And then you 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 hover over the the name of the document at the top. It should come up with a a, a reveal option. Ah, okay, okay. Ah, yes, I see that now. Rename, move to iCloud, move to duplicate, lock, browse all versions. Now, is that new with Mountain Lion? I don't recall ever seeing that before. Um, I believe it is because I did try it on Lion uh, on my one of my old machines, which is still running uh, Lion, and I wasn't able to do it. Oh, okay, because when you were originally talking about it, I was thinking, okay, so I highlight the name of the file in the finder and I yeah, look no, waiting sorry, for that, yeah, yeah, no, it's actually for at the that top. little triangle to it's, come it's up. A, it's at the top of the menu uh, on the, the menu bar, actually, when you're in the document itself. Yes, I see that now. Okay, cool. Cool. That, that is a good tip. Excellent. And uh, hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Thanks, Nick. Every week. Every week we, we play those two. I, all I think in the back of my head is thank you, Nick Hall. Yeah. And do, do you know what I like about that, that that little tip section as well, guys? The fact that we you do it interactively with me as well. Because very often if you – I've come across this before. I've had somebody tell me about a tip. I've tried it myself and thought, well, that doesn't work. And it's because you weren't quite – you know following the same procedures or you've misinterpreted it so it's good that you're on the other end of the line listening to the tip because then um if there's anything wrong with the description you can pick me up on it and the listeners will be benefiting from your experience <laughs> yeah, it's not like i've ever misinterpreted anything <laughs> <laughs> now is it all right if i not go to so sleep much. is it all right if i go to sleep while you tell everybody about your pick yeah, this is this is probably going to take a little while. Um, <laughs> normally, normally when when we do our our picks, it, it's an application. Uh, this time, I'm I'm going to go a little bit different, and I'm going to recommend some content that you can find. Well, not only in the Apple Store; it's available from other from other places too. 
Uh, if you grew up in the seventies and like rock and roll, you know about Led Zeppelin. And you know the group broke up in uh, 1980 after the death of their drummer John Bonham. And they've gotten together a couple times since, but it really hasn't been the same. But in 2007, they got together the three you know surviving members of Led Zeppelin with John Bonham's son Jason, who was also a very good drummer, to play a concert. And it's since been released in iTunes, and it's called Celebration Day. Now, of course, we're now talking, you know, 30 years since Led Zeppelin's heyday. And Robert Plant isn't quite the crooner that he used to be, but, you know, 30 years on, who is? But he does just fine. And Jimmy Page shows an enthusiasm that, that I haven't seen in most of the other concerts that have been, you know, kind of along these lines. John Paul Jones is great at playing the bass and organs and the other instruments that he does. And uh, Jason Bottom does his father proud. Uh, unlike their previous concert film, which was recorded in the 70s, which was called The Song Remains the Same, there are no sappy dream sequences to fuss with from each member. It's just the band playing all the songs or a lot of the songs that made them the premier rock and roll band of the 70s and, and most likely beyond. Some of the people were disappointed in their reviews, saying that Page was uh, just okay, or, sorry, that Plant was just okay, or Jimmy Page's guitars were a little muddy, but muddy. But in the end, you know what? It's lead freaking Zeppelin, okay? <laughs> if, you have, if you have any love for the Zepp, either get the movie or the soundtrack. The soundtrack is $9.99 US, and the movie is either $12.99 or fifteen ninety nine for the HD version, and I have watched it, and I was I was just blown away with the enthusiasm that they had for for playing some of those old you know pick you up and throw you down rock and roll songs. Excellent. That's the end of guys. App. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. No, doesn't really, does it? <laughs> so funnily, I'll stop. En- funnily enough, though. Um, yeah. I, I I thought about doing a slightly different uh, review um, this week as well. Um, I'm not sure if we've or I've picked uh, Pixelmator previously, and I'm, I'm sure we must have done. If not, we may well have had a, a people's pick on Pixelmator. Um, yeah, or, pi- or Pixel- probably on one of the other like podcasts that you and I have gone on. Awesome. Someone has picked it somewhere. Yeah. It's a great so, app. But basically pixel mate, you can get that still from the, the Mac app store and it's 10 pounds 49 in the UK store. So what's that? Probably around $15 in the US yeah. store, something like that. Um, but yeah. I was actually going with um, a, a website, which is called pixelmatertutorials.net. And we'll put the link in the, in the show note, but basically it's pixelmatertutorials.net. And basically, that aids you learning how to use the application. And especially if you're new to photo manipulation uh, with this type of app, um, there are videos and text-driven tutorials over there. And uh, I think it's pretty neat. And it, it's pretty much free. There you go, free free as in beer. So uh, go over <laughs> and take a look. And if you're using uh, Pixelmator, definitely go over and take a look. Yeah, Pixelmator has become almost as complicated as the program that uh, was it was supposed to replace, which was Photoshop. Uh, so yeah, well, it's it's you know, I, I mean, it's quite a bit cheaper, guy. So the the functionality you get with Pixelmator is pretty incredible, really, considering considering its its price. 
uh, considering no, it's true. you know what it can do and and its price compared to uh, you know the uh, uh, I suppose Photoshop? it's Photoshop really, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we actually have a people's pick this week, kind of we do. indirect. We do. I don't. Pick. I don't kind of. I, I. I've never come across this to be honest with you. This was the absolute first time that I've heard of this program, and I have been on the lookout for a, a good audio app that I can use in iOS for podcasting. Previously, I've really, really liked um, Twist the Twisted Wave app, which yep. does some amazing things. It's what I used last year at Macworld. Well, Steve McShane sent a uh, tweet over asking if anyone had reviewed this new program called Boss Jock. And I, I haven't used it yet. I have downloaded it. It's it's not cheap. It's nine ninety nine. But it does some of the things that I wish that uh, Twisted Wave would do and some things that come in very handy for me in like uh, you can have you can set up a cart that has like your opening theme or if you have phone calls that are pre-recorded or, you know, any type of content. You know, I mean, kind of kind of the way that we use uh, uh, soundboard. Definitely clever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Boss Jock is now. I haven't had a chance to use it yet. Darn it! But it, Boss Jock is supposed to let you do that. It will also let you bring in audio in and out of GarageBand in various ways. I mean, it's kind of clever the way that it's set up. So anyone who's podcasting with iOS, if you have used this app, please send me like either an audio review or a written review, and we'll not only talk about you, but we'll talk about this application on the show. And if you don't, then that means I'll have to do a review, and I don't think anybody wants that. No, actually, I think I think people were actually asking us to do more reviews, weren't they, last week? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so now you've got it. You've got to do it. <laughs> oh, damn, save me from myself, people. Um. Nothing new on Facebook. We're still at 133 likes, and I I don't know. I I like I like the way you're still optimistic there, though, guy. You've still got on there up to 133. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's kind of weird the way I've got that listed up to 133 head, head implants, which, <laughs> which makes absolutely no sense. But I'm sure as I typed that into Google Docs, I went, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, 133 head implodes. Yes. And who has time for that? Now, earlier uh, in the show, no. you did mention that there was an, a reason for that. But I, I think I thought we'd mentioned that last week, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, the part of the reason why it went from 134 to 133 is, is one of the people who's a good friend of the show uh, decided to cancel his Facebook account. And of course, once he did that, all of his various likes also went away, which included the MyMac.com podcast Facebook like. So, okay, he's not dead to me. It, I understand. I can't <laughs> say I'm particularly happy about it, but I understand. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're thinking of going out of Facebook, just make sure that you haven't got a like on us. Because if you have, tough. You've got to keep your Facebook account open. <laughs> you got to keep your you got to keep your account open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, no new iTunes reviews, and uh, but remember that if you do do an iTunes review, uh, if you send me your email address, not only will we read your review on the air, but I will send you a special MyMac.com Woody, 
And uh, Gas has this thing here. He says, please, 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 we need more, we need more uh, iTunes reviews outside of the U.S. Well, yes. it's not quite I, like that. but No, I, don't, I didn't say it like that at all. <laughs> that's what you said last week. That's right. And what I was indicating <laughs> was, let's not make these U.S. folks think that they own the iTunes store review process. That's where I was going with that. Anyway, yep. um, if they want to uh, contact us in any way, shape, or form, how could they contact you, Guy? Oh, well, they could <clears throat> Well, they wait for me to clear my throat. And then they could send me an email to guy at mymac.com and uh, look for weird questions from, from me at uh, twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. And if they wanted to get in contact with me, how could they do it, Guy? Oh, they could <laughs> contact you at Gaz at MyMac.com. That's G-A-Z. Z. Or you can contact him on the Twitters at Twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz. That's G-A-Z. Z. M-A-Z. Z. so confused oh and how hard is that how hard is that really well i just, uh, you, I just we also that have not, that was not ahead. rehearsed at all that was and I, knew, <laughs> I knew it'd catch you out i'm glad i did that okay oh. you, can also, you can also contact us at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz that's g-u-y-a-n-d-g-a-z you can also Zed. send you can get wait for it you can also wait send some uh, fearless leader some feedback at feedback at mymac.com <laughs> and we have we have a Twitter number that that apparently the entire northern continent of the world just does not like because hardly anybody ever calls it. But you can call us through Skype at area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one, and. uh uh, I would like. To, I think that's going to pretty much do it for tonight. The reason why I'm laughing is Gas is writing some stuff down, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a different kind of ending this week. Uh, thank you all so very very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast and and giving us all this great feedback. We really really do appreciate it, and please please keep doing it. And uh, I think uh, that's going to about. Do it for this week, Gaz. What else you got? You got anything else? No, no. I think. No? I think <laughs> this is the best show you've ever done. And you're good <laughs> enough, smart enough, and dodge oh, sure. it. People <laughs> like you. End termination. We need exterminate. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. The G-Men are on a mission. To inform and entertain is what their addition we do try our best, and when we pass the test, like a nuke plant, we've gone vision.